If you're trying to build your dream practice and you don't confront your modern day fear, if your client's trying to create health and wellness in their life and they allow fear to keep them stuck, that's exactly where they're going to stay. They're going to stay exactly where they are. It starts to feel regret, start to feel shame. You start to feel not enoughness. It doesn't feel good. Hey, fellow nurses, welcome to the best place for you to learn all about nurse coaching. I'm Heather. And I'm Peter. We're co-founders of the Nurse Coach Collective, where we've helped thousands of nurses find more freedom and fulfillment by training them to become board-certified nurse coaches. If you want to help your patients prevent, treat, and reverse disease through holistic lifestyle coaching. If you want something more from your nursing practice, then head on over to nursecoachcollective.com. Together, we're transforming healthcare one conversation at a time. But for now, let's jump into today's episode. What's up, nurses and nurse coaches? Welcome back to the Nurse Coach Collective podcast. Heather and Peter here. Woo! <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Today we are discussing overcoming fear. Fear is one of the most persistent obstacles within the context of nurse coaching. It is an ever-present reality that your clients are going to be facing any time that they are creating change in their life, whether it's change for the better. That's usually what we're trying to create, change for the better. <laughs> There's always going to be an element of fear that comes up. And the same is true in your own practice. Whatever you're building in your own practice, whether you're changing positions, getting a new job, building your dream practice as a nurse coach, fear is going to be an ever-present reality for you. And so we want to briefly touch on overcoming fear, some tips, strategies for you so that you and your clients can both be successful. We have a motto in our life and in our nurse coaching practice that we teach all of our nurse coaches, which is a different understanding of what it means to be fearless, right? This concept, this idea of fearlessness, because often we think of it literally and we think, okay, if I'm fearless, that means I'm not afraid. I don't have fear. I am fearless. But in reality, true fearlessness doesn't mean being without fear. It means experiencing fear, being aware that you are afraid of something, but being willing to get out there and do it anyways. Yes. And this goes by other terms, right? There's fearlessness. It took me a long time to understand that word because I was I was misunderstanding it because I didn't understand exactly what you just said, that like you can still have the experience of fear, but move beyond it. And I think how we can move beyond it is through cultivating courage, through cultivating confidence, and by like taking action consistently until we understand what we're capable of. So yeah, I love that as just like a general general rule of thumb that we use inside of nurse coaching in our sessions and something that we teach as well. What's the consequence of fear in 99% of situations? The consequence of someone experiencing fear is that they turn around, they run the other way, and they move away from it. You're experiencing fear, it's perceived as negative, so then you try to distance yourself and turn your back on it, right? And you probably don't take action. And you probably I would, don't I would say action. like in 99% of cases, the consequence of, and I think here we should define fear being modern day fear. So modern day fear being far different from like a life or death situation. Yeah, we're not talking about being chased by a lion like Classic, back in the yeah, day. I trying to avoid saying that, but yeah, modern day fear kind of being like the typical fear archetypes. So when we consider like what most people are afraid of in the modern day, it could be afraid of what other people think afraid of failure, 
Afraid of success. Afraid of success. Afraid of change. Afraid of change. Afraid that you don't have what it takes. Afraid that you're not good enough. Afraid that you're not good enough. Afraid that you do have what it takes. Right? So there's all of these different fears that are going to be swirling around for you as you're building your dream practice and for your clients as they're cultivating health and wellness in their life and change. And so those are like the modern day fears that we are talking about here. So when we're talking about being fearless, overcoming your fear, what we're talking about is overcoming those modern day fears. Yes. And so as you were saying, we don't take action when we experience fear, or if we do, the action that we take is to try to no longer experience the fear, right? So if I'm afraid of public speaking, um, what do I do in order to not feel fear of public speaking? Completely avoid it. I don't public speak. I do. I just (laughs) make that agreement with myself and I say, okay, I'm too afraid. I'm not going to do that. And I think the big question and the one that we ask each other and we ask ourselves all the time and we challenge our clients to ask themselves is, well, what happens if you do the opposite, right? What happens if you know what you're afraid of and you actually take a closer look at that and subject that fear that fear to some inquiry, and then you take action to move you closer to it rather than turning your back on it and to move further away. Yeah, and so within the context of a nurse coaching conversation, what I think is really, really powerful about nurse coaching, one of the elements that's really powerful anyways, is that it creates a safe environment to play and to practice. And inquiry is our intervention. That's the words that we use, inquiries our intervention. What that means is like, so we can ask questions to help our clients to reframe their fears or to talk through worst case scenarios, what that actually looks like um, if they confront some of their modern day fears. Because if they don't, if you're trying to build your dream practice and you don't confront your modern day fear, if your client's trying to create health and wellness in their life and they allow fear to keep them stuck, that's exactly where they're going to stay. They're going to stay exactly where they are. And it doesn't feel good. It's like the worst feeling. It starts to feel regret, start to feel shame. You start to feel not enoughness. All of your confidence starts to go away. You build more and more and more stress because you are procrastinating or putting off facing your fear, right? Doing doing that. So much stress is created by not taking action, right? And so when we're asking questions, what are we doing inside of nurse coaching conversations? Like what's the, what do you think is the purpose of asking questions? And subjecting the fear to inquiry, you mean? Yeah. Well, I think ultimately, much of what we do as nurse coaches is help our clients to see things from a new perspective or to reframe the way that they are currently viewing something. And so a really cool, I think, and a really powerful theme that emerges is that when you take a fear that is most present for you or most present for your client and you invite them to subject that through inquiry, to look at it through different lenses, through different angles. Let's get some different perspectives on it. You can often use some form of this type of inquiry and ask, if you are afraid of this thing, public speaking, for example, it's a common one, what is on the other side of that fear? What's the thing that you really, really want, that you deeply desire that's on the other side of that fear? This is an awesome tool reframing fear as a desire. If I'm afraid of talking in front of other people, what do I want more of? Well, perhaps it's a desire to be heard. Maybe it's a desire to find my voice. Maybe it's a desire to be a leader, feel more connected to others or to feel more confidence, right? So I haven't found an instance where this isn't true, where on the other side of a fear 
is a desire for something. Sure. I just spoke with a nurse coach several weeks ago. Well, actually, I guess it was several months ago. At this point, I'm in a bit of a, of a time warp. postpartum time warp. But yes, I uh, talked to this nurse coach who was talking about all of her fears around starting her own business. When we started to subject this to that inquiry, I said, well, what's on the other side of that, right? If we take fear off the table. <laughs> What's on the other side of the fear? What's the thing that you most deeply desire? And look at it from that angle. And she said, clearly without batting an eye, what I want more than anything is to have a successful nurse coaching practice where I experience fulfillment, where I have freedom of my time and where I love the work that I do and the impact that I get to make. Boom. Once she was able to put it into that language, we could then dismantle coming from a fearful place and work from a place of desire. So important to note here, once again, we talked about this on the previous episode around deficiency motivation. Yeah, exactly. What we are essentially doing in this scenario and in almost all scenarios around fear, right? Fear will hold your client in inaction, in inaction, <laughs> within the world of not taking action. And so when we subject it to inquiry and we start talking, when we start creating a desire that's stronger than that fear, when we create a vision of the future that's way more compelling than any modern day fear, we're going to start driving towards that no matter what. And within the context of a nurse coaching conversation itself, we get to practice. Like our client gets to practice, they get to start taking micro risks. And what they're doing is building confidence. And every time that they confront their fear, even if it's a little bit, we're building confidence building a little bit more confidence and more and more confidence until that level of courage, confidence, and fearlessness start to build to the point where like, I mean, we were talking about this before the episode where I was like, I just don't experience fear around fear in the same way that I used to. Yeah, it's still there. The critics still there. My fears, like the modern day are fears that are most present for me, just don't hit me in the same way that they used to because I have done so much work and have taken so much action and built so much confidence around all of them. What were some of my old ones? Like uh, people pleasing, right? I afraid just, of what, I was just going to ask you, and I wasn't sure if you wanted me to put you, yeah, put you on the spotlight. Like, yeah. Afraid of what people think about me. Like it's still there for me. Okay. But like, for instance, the public speaking one, that was never really a thing for me. Well, it was for me. But mainly <laughs> because like I played a lot of music and I played out in front of people. So I wasn't like, it, like I... I was already used to that one. I got one for you just the other day. We were out for the first time at a restaurant in public with our newborn. Oh, yeah. Here we go with the crying and the screaming and we're looking around and who's who's noticing and are, are we okay? Are we, are we doing good? I guess my people good? pleaser did come back out. Well, it yeah. came out, but you, you noticed it as soon as it came out and you actually said out loud, this is going to be my one of my really large points of growth, not just as a parent, but like as Peter, as a person, this is going to be one of my large growth points is continually confronting this fear of when I get in my mind, I'm afraid of what people think is to be like, okay, well, either I can get back in the car and go home where it's safe and nobody can hear the baby crying, or I take a deep breath. And I confront it and I practice it and I walk towards it and I take full ownership of that. Yeah, and I just do the best I can in that moment. And so I think what I was saying there is, you know, maybe that fear for me hasn't completely gone away, but in certain aspects of my life, it surely has in, in areas where I have practiced like crazy. Like when it comes to nurse coaching, when it comes to the nurse coach collective, putting myself out there, I'm not really afraid anymore, you know, because like I've just built this deep level of confidence to be able to say like, screw it, like 
I literally know the worst that's going to happen. And the worst that's going to happen is somebody's going to comment on something <laughs> and say like, oh, like Peter's hair is too distractingly long or something. And I'll be <laughs> like, what's going on in your life that that's the thing that you're worried about in this moment in time? You know, but, you know, I guess in, in the context of being a new parent, yes, that's a field in which I have little experience. And so like my confidence isn't built to just be like, all right, like if you're mad at my beautiful screaming newborn who just is hungry in this moment in time and like, you know how to feed yourself and emotionally regulate through the hangriness and good on you, older human and more mature human. But maybe um, I don't have to worry about worrying about you. You can take care of yourself. Hey, hey, quick detour from the episode. We wanted to let you know that our next training is starting soon and there's still time to enroll. You get everything you need to become a board certified nurse coach, a world-class learning experience, expert mentorship, and access to the most amazing community of like-minded nurses. We have a limited number of spots left and our courses always sell out. So if you've been thinking about becoming a nurse coach, don't wait. The next start date is right around the corner and we don't want you to miss it. Oh, and one more thing. If you're looking to 10X your practice, check out the 2024 Nurse Coach Conference. It's going to be an epic gathering of hundreds of powerful healers as we all come together to elevate our practice and transform healthcare. Tickets for the 2024 Nurse Coach Conference are on sale now and we can't wait to see you there. All right, now let's get back to the episode. I'm walking myself through this right now. Han, do it. I love it. I love it. Then, then I'll go back and play you this clip from this episode every time we get into that situation. Yeah, well, what I take away from that and what I want to then like translate over for our audience and our viewers is that for our nurses, for our nurse coaches, this is a great reminder that yes, we are saying that as humans, there will always be fear, right? We will always experience fear about something because it's a normal, natural, ever-present human emotion. And there is hope, right? There is hope that the more we walk towards the thing that we're afraid of, the more we subject it to inquiry and find out what is the desire on the other side of that fear, the more we practice, the more we lean into our edge, the more we gain that confidence. If I rewind five years, six years, I was terrified a lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot, going into a session with a new client or with a client who I've had 20 sessions with, man, my heart would just be pounding. I would just be so, there was, I don't know if it was fear, anxiety, worry, uncertainty, doubt, all, I'm just going to put it all into the guise of fear for the ease of this conversation. But there was a lot of that coming up. But as I practiced, as I coached my butt off, it got easier. It got a lot easier. And the same was true in putting myself out there in building the private practice, in building the Nurse Coach Collective. It was freaking hard. You and I had our own versions of this and growing through it, but there was many, many moments where we had to carry each other through it. And I think that was, again, one of the benefits of partnership. But yeah, so you- pick, pick each other up literally off the floor, um, pull each other literally out of the closet to it was keep moving forward. Rushing, like the weight of fear. I can speak from personal experience. The weight of fear can literally be so crushing. It can drop me to my knees. I can drop me to my knees and I can do nothing but get in child's pose and take some breaths and sniff the carpet, you know? <laughs> Me like, oh, this carpet smells like that today. That's crazy and not really what I want to be doing. But then over time, it's in, like, then I just drop to my knees or then I don't drop to my knees at all. And then I just feel it. And then it's just like, it just brushes right past me and I'm able to move through it. And so, you know, in nurse coaching, 
I will say this a million times, but the benefit of being nurse coaches is that we get to experience this in our own life. And so just know that like whatever you're trying to build in your own practice, whatever you're helping your clients to build in their health, their life, and their relationships, fear is going to be an ever-present reality. And so first, help them reframe the fear as desire. So you're afraid of this. What's the desire that's on the other side of that fear? And how do we make that desire stronger than any fear or any obstacle that's going to get in your way? Second, create a compelling vision of the future that's stronger than any fear that can get in the way. Like when I was on my knees, I had this vision of what was possible for me as a nurse coach, for us together as the nurse coach collective and for what we could build. And that vision would lift me up. I was like, man, I'm going to drive towards that. Like this sucks right now and I'm afraid and it's scary, but I'm going to drive towards that as well. So like help yourself and help your clients to create that compelling vision of the future because when you have that, like, and it's so strong, it's going to overcome your fear. It's just a matter of time and it's a matter of getting out there. And I think really the final super useful tool is action, right? Taking small, super tiny actions. Yeah, because it is first about awareness, right? We, we always say that in nurse coaching, it starts with awareness. You have to have these conversations, right? We can either ignore the fear or run from the fear, or we can communicate it, communicate with it in a whole new way, subjected to inquiry and cultivate that awareness, right? That awareness comes inside of like the nurse coaching sessions very often, right? You know, yeah, it, I mean, in the context you, of if, nurse coaching, if right? If you have That's the tools to, to do that yourself and to coach yourself through that, then wonderful, good on you. And I think now you and I are fortunate that we have each other to do that. And we can also do that in ourselves. We see our nurse coaches able to do that for themselves. But yeah, that's a huge part of why nurse coaching is so powerful because we get to do that dismantling of the fear and subjecting it through inquiry inside of those nurse coaching conversations, whether it's you know 10 minutes in one session or five sessions in a row, that's all we're doing is the dismantling. But that's where it starts. And then- what do you do with that awareness? Because awareness is step one, right? Step two is then being willing to take action on it. Maybe it's big, massive action, committing to, you know, getting on stage and speaking in front of 100 people the very next day. Or maybe it's something really, really small. And going to join Toastmasters. Join, join Toastmasters or having your dog sit across the room and be your audience while you practice speaking out loud simply to that safe space. I mean, there's so many ways to take action, but we start somewhere and then we begin that spiral of growth. And the final most important step is to celebrate each and every tiny action. Don't celebrate the result of the action because we don't have full control over the result of the action, whether it's a success or not so much, but we do have control over celebrating the action. And so when you go out there and you take action in spite of your fear, celebrate yourself for that. Celebrate your clients when they do that, because ultimately that's the thing that's going to be able to cultivate confidence to allow you and your clients to continue to move beyond the fear and to overcome those modern day fears that can hold us stuck. I love that. Well, what I am celebrating, the action I am celebrating right now, and I think it's now come up on the last three podcast episodes because we are super excited about this and keep talking about it. But as you said, if we had let fear run our lives, especially, especially true for me, I wouldn't be a nurse coach. If I had let fear do what it wanted to do, the Nurse Coach Collective, at least with me being a, a part of it, would not exist if I had let fear do that. And certainly leading a conference of 
hundreds and hundreds of nurse coaches would not exist. That is something that I still admit that I still fear around, not only because, yes, it's really stepping into being a leader, but also committing to book a conference for hundreds of nurse coaches from all across the country is dropping a massive check, which I'm still working through my own money stories and fear around. And yet, when I connect to my desire and when you help me ask the questions to connect to my desire on that other side of the fear, it's like, okay, I can be afraid of launching the biggest nurse coaching conference that there has ever been and the coolest and the most epic. And then I could not do it. I could stay stuck. I could stay small. Or I can lean into what is the desire. And the desire is to have so much fun and to serve our community so powerfully and to heck, just like see what is possible for myself, for you, for the Nurse Coach Collective, for every single nurse coach in this community, what is possible when we bring everyone together. And that action of like signing that check, sending it off in the mail, posting that website public and live to begin selling tickets to the conference. I'm celebrating that hugely. That was a small action that is going to snowball to be like a hundred big actions and a whole lot of cool stuff to come. And what was also really cool about that when we were having like the conversations around that is like creating that desire and creating that like compelling vision of the future is also you have a lot of confidence around it because you've done it a lot. Like you've hosted, you and I have hosted so many events and what do we know? is like, yes, it's work, but damn, it's so much fun. Like once you do all the prep and then you get there, you can just relax, get into the vibe, enjoy the situation, enjoy being there in community and collective and leadership and all of the things. That's building confidence. That's the confidence side that comes through action and through doing it. And you've you've done that many, many times. You know, fear is awesome. Fear is actually super awesome we talk about we talk about how you know (laughs) i'm afraid of this thing it doesn't feel good i don't want to feel this way and i'm right there with you right when you're in the moment you're experiencing fear it is we label it as a negative emotion for a reason because it's not fun to feel but fear is like our compass when we know how to talk to it we know how to communicate with it fear is the thing that lets us connect with what our desire is. It tells us how we can, which direction we can go to continually be growing, right? Because using the conference as an example, I was scared out of my mind when we did the first conference last year, and then I built my confidence, and then I could have done that same thing again and not had a single ounce of fear because I did it, because I proved it. I had a great time and I built confidence. So why am I now experiencing fear again? Because I'm not doing the same thing. I'm doing something bigger. I'm growing. I'm doing a totally different version of the event. Fear allows us to always have direction, something to move towards, and to know in our hearts, if I'm moving towards the very thing that I'm afraid of, then my growth isn't a maybe. My growth is guaranteed. Previous episode, we talked about gratitude. And so I think if we were to take this concept of fear being a compass, fear being a guide towards what it is that we most want in our life and how we can grow most, I think if we were to go really, really big on it, we could also remember that we can thank our fear. We can experience gratitude for our fear because of all that you said, that it does point us in the direction where we can grow the most, where we can create what we most desire in our lives. And it is that really bright North Star and that compass. And so y'all, if you are a nurse on the fence about becoming a nurse coach, if you're experiencing fear 
uncertainty, any type of doubt, y'all hop on the phone with us, with our team, because we can do exactly what you did last month, which is to help you to see what's beyond your fear. What's that desire that's bigger than your fear? What do you want more of in your nurse coaching practice that is stronger than any fear that you have about the process of becoming a nurse coach? And nurse coaches, as you think about where you want nurse coaching to take you in that dream life and dream practice that you're creating, if fears are coming up for you, then congratulations. That is a normal and natural unfolding of the process. And have these same conversations that you would have with your clients, have them with yourself, find a nurse coach, peer or colleague who's going to be willing to have these conversations with you so that growth, 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 growth is always going to be on the horizon for you. Yes, yes, yes. And if you want to 10x your practice and completely overcome your fears, sign up for the Nurse Coach Conference 2024. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a truly epic event. Like I have a feeling that nobody's going to leave there the same person. We're going to leave there like big, huge, super strong, confident beings just from being in that space together and like really pushing our edge. And then we'll all have new baselines, have to discover new fears so that we can continue to grow and get ready for the next conference, the next client, the next level of our practice and And continued (laughs) self-evolution. Awesome, y'all. Thanks for joining in with us here today and our conversation on overcoming fear. And we will see you in the next episode. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, head on over to nursecoachcollective.com where you can start your journey to becoming a nurse coach and get in on the most transformative specialty in nursing create more freedom and fulfillment in your career and connect with some of the coolest nurses on the planet. We've got a free training and tons of resources to help you get started. So go to nursecoachcollective.com. That's nursecoachcollective.com.